Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. So there's no high, it's just literally, hey, I love me some diarrhea. <laughs> and the gin is working. <laughs> Stereotypes are real. <laughs> Do come, sweet love, my own dear love of a sweetheart. Come, beloved, and clasp me in your heart. And you with tender embraces. Oh, sorry, <laughs> just stress me out. <laughs> And just before we delve into this week's episode, the drunk women have some live dates coming up, the first of which will take place at the Pleasance Theatre in Islington, and that's on Thursday, the 1st of November 2018. And tickets will go on sale on Thursday, the 27th of September. But now it's time for this week's episode with the wonderful Dana Alexander. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Hello and welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. I'm Hannah George and today on the podcast we have our guest, comedian and general hustler, Dana Alexander. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Dana, can you tell us about a time you were victim of a crime? Yes, I was was me too'd in the the 90s. 
Ooh. by a kid about five years younger than me. I think I was like 10 and he was five. Okay. And you know those um, those rides that where they spin you around and you stick on the wall? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was right beside me. And as soon as we were stuck to the wall, he looked <gasps> He looked at me with like the most evil look. He put Ooh. his arm out and his hand went right on my boob. No. And I couldn't take it off. And it kept going back because of the center of gravity. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was like five, though. And I was 10. But I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's so disturbing. I know. What the hell has I'm happened? I'm just jealous you had breasts at 10. Mine didn't come until I was 18. Like. You have no idea. Oh, God. People thought I was my dad's wife when I was 11. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's depressing. Oh. I'm disturbed by a five-year-old that has such a good grasp of physics. Yeah. I haven't incorporated like, into the sexual harassment. He had it planned out before. This was premeditated. Yeah, this Boy. is like his ride. He sits there all day. Yeah. I find kids groping. can be very, very gropey. Yeah. A lot of children. I don't know if you like. I find like um, kids that have just finished breastfeeding are always reaching for my breasts. <laughs> like, I know there's milk in there. <laughs> it's like they're still in withdrawal or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. And where was it? Was this in the states? I guess. Or? No, I'm actually Canadian. You're Canadian. Ah, I knew that. I did know that. No, you I just didn't wanted- grow. <laughs> I wondered if perhaps oh, you're on holiday. <laughs> no, I'm an immigrant. I'm a British job, Canadian job thief. <laughs> so this was a Canadian. I grew up calling that the Gravitron. Gravitron. Thank yeah, you to Avertown Ale. Yeah, I think it was the Gravitron. The Gravitron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you have I, a good memory. I wasn't allowed on that when I was a kid. And More now like the Gravitron, now am I, I right? Know. I think I wasn't allowed on because this kid... My parents must have known. Your parents have their his, ear to the ground. I his feel like reputation they gotten, got around. Yeah. They were like, you're not going on that, you'll get groped. Yeah. We've all seen that five-year-old. Oh, gosh. I have a few questions about him, you know? That, mm. uh, like, the first one is, who did he grow up to be? Because I feel like he's probably famous now, and he's using these skills in another way. So he's just what he wants and he takes it. I wish I knew. He had, like, a really... His mother had him at quite an old age. She was like just a very, mm. like cranky Jamaican lady. Like okay. was hardcore. she on the gravitron too? Just being cranky? No, against no, the she wall, wasn't or? even there. My cousin took all of us. Oh yeah. wait, did you know this kid? Yeah, I knew oh, him. He was a known offender. They he always was. are. They always are. Even oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So did he have previous? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably, actually, I remember they tried to put him in karate. But then they had to take it out, take him out of it because he was uh, using it on the kids at school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that okay. like the first rule, isn't it? You have to promise not to. Oh, yeah. Do only it. do it in the dojo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, only no. use it in self defense, not to grab tits. They always forget <laughs> to say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dina. I remember a kid uh, who was a bit of an idiot in my hometown once a Gravitron came to our car park. And <laughs> <laughs> it was, they call it the carnival, but it was, it was a Gravitron. On and like a um, oh. and yeah, was this? this is on the Isle of Wight. I come from the Isle oh, of Wight. Yeah. Wow, I've been there for a festival. Have you? Oh, did you? You was went it in the car park? Yeah, festival. <laughs> no, no, but I, I remember there was a car park there. Oh, we <laughs> love, mate, we love our car parks. Right? Yeah, we charge through the roof for them. And we, uh, we love them, yeah, and occasionally we're allowed to. Uh, a, a, a funfair thing in there and um, this kid who was the local idiot he got on it and he found a way of like undoing his harness thing <laughs> oh and so he was like I know what I'll do I'll just undo it and he <laughs> flew off and, and landed in one of the nearby gardens and broke his leg and yeah oh 
my god isn't that mad? at least it was a yeah. garden i know i know if it imagine was... if he fucked up someone's car <laughs> That'd be horrible. <laughs> oh man, he later burgled my house. That's the story of that really? kid. Yeah. Did you solve that crime? <laughs> I, actually, I came home whilst he was doing it, and he vaguely knew my brother. Whoa. And he, I heard the door slam, and he came running up the back garden, and he ran into me, and he was like, "Oh, is Tom around?" And I was like, "Do you normally go into people's houses to find out if they're around?" I didn't. I wished I'd said it. Oh, and I said, no. And then when I got my dad, but <laughs> and what, what had he taken? He took two hundred pounds in cash, <gasps> Ned's Game Boy, my little brother's Game Boy, oh. um, and my sense of safety in my own home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're right about that. <laughs> um, wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, uh, yeah. Dana. Yeah, that was so disturbing. <laughs> when a kid does, you're like, "What are you doing?" It's not like. I'm I'm not gonna pretend like oh i've been to counseling like you know what i mean he's a little creep but he's yeah. like half my age yeah uh, yeah when i was 10 so if you could see that kid now what would you say to him oh god i he he was so young he'd be like a 30 year old now yeah exactly what would, what would i say him. to him now i would i would tell him i'd probably just tell him the story and yeah. he would probably laugh it is kind of funny. <laughs> I think that's very magnanimous of you, Dana. He was like, five. Dana, you've had such a rich life. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, ladies. Thank you Cheers. so much to Unicorn yes. Tears Gin. Mm. The official gin of... Uh, I was going to say artificial creatures. Unicorn tears. <laughs> what are they called? That would be a good time, la ta time lag. Tagline. <laughs> and the gin is working. A mythical creature. Yeah. Mythical creature. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. This is not a mythical. <laughs> this is not a mythical story. This is a true crime story. So, this starts um, and it's about two lovers, um, and one is accused of killing the other. Ooh. So the killer was from a wealthy family, and the victim was poor and working class, and they'd had a relationship of forbidden love. They'd written each other love letters, but when the killer suddenly got engaged to marry someone else, someone from their social standing, the victim said if they married them, they would reveal their relationship by showing their family the love letters and ruined the killer's reputation and a few days later the victim was dead mm. so in this scenario who do you think was the man and who do you think was the woman oh oh i know uh, go on i think it was i think i think the killer was a woman okay what? a woman of standing because because of the virtue thing men have yeah uh, con you know what i mean concubines yeah, and yeah. everything else that's something that's and also, Accepted. I think you're exactly right. And I think that it would be the man that would be threatening. And then she's killed him to take out that stress <laughs> and that problem. Okay. But it would be a man that would be... Because if a woman was saying, I'm going to ruin... You're ruined, you're ruined. Yeah, like yeah. the... It'd be like, no one's going to believe you. You're a hysterical woman. Sure. Whereas he could. Okay. And he'd be angry and he'd be like, rah, male, rah, kind of... That whole thing they do. <laughs> that whole so, thing. Yeah, seconding. Okay, Taylor. I agree, but only because of my colleague's serene <laughs> insight. <laughs> because at first I had it, I had the guy as the killer, but that makes sense. So yeah, I'm sticking with these guys. Guys, you were spot on. You were Ooh. spot on. The killer was a woman, uh, and this is the trial of Madeline Smith, and because she was 21 at the time, and also 
kind of hot from what I believe uh, it was a huge trial it's one of those things that it was absolutely sensational it was the uh, biggest ooh. trial of the time for um, the place that it happened and mm. um, so reports from the time say she entered the courtroom in a brown silk dress with a black silk cloak her step as buoyant and her eyes as bright as if she were entering a box at the opera uh oh she's Scottish no I'm so pleased that you got that <laughs> <laughs> half expecting people to say what's happening in Wales <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's happened in Scotland. Was she Ooh. from Glasgow? Glasgow. <laughs> she was from Glasgow. Oh, stereotypes are real. <laughs> I've seen fresh blood on the sidewalk in that city. Yeah. Glass all through it. With glass in it. <laughs> oh man. I want that's Instagram on the tourism it. poster. <laughs> Join us. When I insist. It's not it's not just Glasgow. I'm like, all right. Girl. It's not, it's not. I went in in Norwich once. I was queuing up to go in this club, and as we got to the steps, there was like a guy with there was blood everywhere, and someone holding this guy's arm above his head, like as if, you know, to stop the blood, mm. you know, you gotta do whatever that is when they hold their arm above mm. their head. Oh. And um and then we still went in the club. We were like, no, we've queued now. <laughs> miss out on this night out but no Glasgow we love you come on okay so Madeline came from a wealthy Glasgow family and as such was expected to move within that social class and certainly not associate with the poor working classes that Emile the Anglier her lover who was 30 inhabited but Madeline does what she likes and carried on a secret relationship with Emile for two years, writing to him in passionate language and having clandestine meetings with him at her bedroom window while her family slept. She even lost her virginity to Emile. Um, I'm not sure if that was through the bedroom window or not. <laughs> um, so my question to you is... That's not a Scottish name. Emile. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Emile Le Anglier. French, French little that's name French, there, yeah. right? He's from somewhere very close to France that's perhaps an island that's more associated with Britain. There's a French and, oh. and, and Scottish connection too, even with Mary, Queen of Scots, right? Oh, what's that? Well, she was all married up to that French guy, right? And France was supposed to aid Scotland in the war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is that it's changed over to Stuart from Tudor. I watch documentaries. Yeah, I know. And then he united them or something. Yeah, when do you think this happened? What sort of time frame? When, when are we talking? Well, she's wearing mm. a silk dress, which means she's not wearing a corset, maybe. So I'm thinking post-1920s. Although, with the whole... Like, I'm completely pulling this out of my ass. I'm not, no, like, Detective Wilkins. No, no, no. Like, yeah, carry on, Columbo. Um, so normally I would have thought, like, eight, late 1800s, maybe, because like if there were rules about who you could marry and stuff but then if she's super posh that would still apply to her in like the 1920s i'm gonna go 1920s your ass is smart <laughs> taylor do you want to keep pulling stuff out about it? <laughs> it's like a library katie's anus I, I don't know it could be like 1930s but then you'd think everyone would be like worried about the war but then maybe this was a distraction Okay, 20s or 30s? 20s. 20s? I definitely have it between 1900 to 1930. I I get the feeling it's not the Depression. The Roaring Twenties makes the most... And and I think... Because when you're saying everybody's involved in it, that lets me know that there's a newspaper that's probably happening. So I'm going to go with... You know what? I'm actually going to go with like late 1910s. Okay, well, the correct answer is Emile was murdered on the 23rd of March, 1857. <gasps> oh, we're so Oh, my God. Oh, so they're so awesome. ahead of wow. time with the sex and murder Silk case. Dress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. 
Well, that's I not just, enough information to know what cow was constructed, but that was good yeah. call with the corset and the silk. Yeah, yeah that was so convincing. I was like, we can't can't argue just, with that. Because <laughs> like, I guess she must have had a corset on underneath it, but you wouldn't have thought silk and a corset would go together. <laughs> You're very right, I, and I, I followed that exact logic. <laughs> I was with you, girl. <laughs> Um, so what led to Emil being murdered uh, is that Emil and Madeline uh, got secretly engaged, but, Mal- but Madeline's parents, unaware of the affair, uh, found a suitable fiancé for her with a very rich man named William Harper Minock. Of course. Yeah, exactly. So Madeline wrote to Emil, breaking off their relationship and asking for a return of her letters. Emil refused and threatened to show the letters to Madeline's father, which would most likely have meant that her family would disown her and throw her out of the house. Mm. Um do you think she was right to like dump this guy that she was passionately writing these love letters to? Yeah, it feels like he maybe wasn't quite as nice as she thought he was. <laughs> she didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice, that's a good point. There's, there was no out for her. Oh, okay. What was she going to do? Even if she got with him, she'd still be destitute exactly. and cast out. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I thought you meant like, should she, like, did she pick a, wait, I've forgotten what. <laughs> I just want to know more about the sex out the window. I feel like you dangled that carrot and then we didn't get to bite it. I think, I think it came indoors for the sex. Um, All right. I was just being silly. So apologies <laughs> for um, anyone desperate to work out. I kind of feel, I feel for her. I mean, up until the murder, maybe, but maybe that was a shade too far. But the a blackmail guy, murder. you don't know what he's, especially when she has so much to lose, like... Blackmail, that just that gets worse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you give into a blackmailer, no. it's done. Imagine if he could have turned it into financial stuff. Yeah. He could have turned it yeah. into so much more. Sure. You know? yeah. yeah, that's what he wants today. What so, does he want tomorrow? Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she dumped him by letter. Has anybody ever dumped anyone in a really shitty way? Um, I dumped a guy over MSN Messenger. That's, did you? Yeah, is that not the Ooh. worst? When I was like 14. Ben, if you're listening, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear an excerpt from the letter, one of the letters, Madeline? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Hell yes. She got it. She got it bad. Oh. Um, why, my beloved, did you not come to me? Oh, beloved, <laughs> are you ill? Come to me, sweet one. I waited and I waited for you, but you came not. I shall, I shall wait again tomorrow, same hour in arrangement. Do come, sweet love, my own dear love of a sweetheart. Come, beloved, <laughs> and clasp me in your heart. Come and we shall be happy. A kiss, fond love, adieu with tender embraces. Wow. Yeah. And Ooh. I apologize to any Scottish people listening. That was probably very offensive. But That's a lot of love. It's a lot of love, isn't it? Yeah. Too much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just stress me out. <laughs> Just to hear that. So he had all these letters from her that were kind of similar to that, absolute stacks of them. And Madeline begged Emil not to expose their relationship, but he refused. And obviously a week or two later, the man was dead. Yeah. So any ideas how Emil died? Uh, I'll give you a clue. It was a very popular choice of killing people in the Victorian area. Poison. Very nice specifics. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mm. Arsenic. Um, arsenic. Arsenic, yes. Yeah. Very much like most women that killed anyone in the Victorian era went for arsenic. Um, now, um, can you guess who bought a fresh bottle of arsenic a week before the murder? <laughs> she did. Yes, she did. Oh, she bought it herself. She bought it herself. Good girl. And then, I mean, I would have thought she would have sent... Well, this is the question. It's to so kill rats or something. It is to kill rats, but also it's. Um, she claimed it was. she was using it for cosmetic um, purposes, for her complexion. And apparently in the 1800s, arsenic became being marketed as a health supplement, uh, even though it had been known to poise, as a poison for thousands of years. And it literally mm. has a skull and crossbones on the wow. bottle. Right. Um, I've got a poster here which you can all see. So this right. is oh um, this is this would have been in the local newspapers and stuff. So it says, "Ladies, if you desire a transparent, clear, fresh complexion, free from blotch, blemish, roughness, coarseness, redness, freckles or pimples, use Dr. Campbell's safe arsenic complexion wafers." So they were selling arsenic in like wafer form. Complexion wafers? Yeah, so you, you ingest it? You'd eat them, I think. Oh, jeez. And then, I mean, I just heard wafer and I thought you eat them. I'm not sure. Yeah, what no. Micro poisoning. I just made that up. I like that's, that. I, that, would, that sounds so convincing. <laughs> that's what it, yeah. that's, this, this is how fake science starts. Like, like, <laughs> Dr. Dana Alexander with her empirical study oh, like, on don't micro <laughs> Micro poisoning is kind of amazing because wow. apparently um, in Styria, in the southeast of Austria in the 1800s, um, people would eat arsenic all the time. And the fashion was to take ever increasing amounts a few times a week until diarrhea set in and then decrease the dosage. It's like me with beer. But it's. <laughs> so, what did they think or was methadone. the benefit of it? So, yeah. Just, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how chubby I am. It wasn't me. So the um, Just the thing is, is, we're like, oh my God. But seriously, like Botox's tagline could be like the arsenic for today's modern woman. Yeah. Like we're like, <laughs> oh, people were crazy back then. I know. Oh, right. Cocaine, of course, and Coca-Cola, right? There's all oh, kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, used to yeah be my everything. grandma had to have her Coca-Cola at three o'clock. I remember <laughs> hearing that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yep, yep, yep. Like really bad, like street corner bad. Yeah, like she's like she did. she's like I don't know why I'm snorting this, but it just works better. <laughs> um, so scientists that went to Styria observed um, that it seemed to do them no harm. The people and saying that they are generally strong and healthy persons, courageous, pugnacious, and of strong sexual dispositions. Mm. Are there, are there any other side effects? Like, is it like Death. being drunk? Like, is there like a fun bit before the, the poison bomb. sits in? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Mm. Um, no, I think you, they got to yeah. diarrhea and then stopped. So there's no high. It's just literally, hey, I love me some diarrhea. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> uh, well, apparently it, it claims to um, give you a fresh complexion, free from blotches and blemishes. So it's a kind of skin thing. Beauty is pain. Mm. Yeah. But they're killing rats with it at the same time. They this are. is great. Somebody's like, I've got two markets to target. Yeah. People who don't like rats and people who don't like women. Yeah. <laughs> Get them all. So the authorities discovered Madeline's letters and the evidence of her arsenic purchases and arrested her soon after Wait, Emile's death. how did they discover that? they searched his stuff. But... Oh, she didn't get the letters back. She just no. Think she about refused. it, girl. But then <laughs> not you, her. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe she didn't do it. Wouldn't ah. she have been solely focused on getting those letters back? Unless she's young. Yeah. Maybe. Unless you so you heard the letter, girl. <laughs> That's How true. She doesn't come across as. It's a very repetitious. Obsession yeah. with Emil. I want you. I want you. I need you. Please, please. So I want you. So I want you. Like, wait. use some other words. She's she not the sharpest tool in the shed. My own dear love no of a sweetheart. What a thing to say. My own dear love of a sweetheart. <laughs> Blimey. So yeah, my question was, um, do you do you think you did? She did it. You think no? Well, I think there's room for doubt. Okay. Because well, assuming that she is in any way more clever than her letter suggests she would be like how can i get the letters not even need to kill him necessarily just i need to trick him i need to get those fucking letters yeah because then he's got nothing on her and her words better than his yes because she's posher than him in those days so like yeah i would have like if i don't know because if you're her yeah it's like life and death she has to kill him take out the threat so that she's not destitute and Mm. ruined um but also she mainly just needs the letters i don't know i just feel like they could have macgyvered it and like (laughs) done some kind of mission impossible Um, i probably missed a detail where is he living is he on uh, guernsey no he lives in scotland right now he lives in glasgow he's an immigrant yeah (laughs) i mean don't get me started (laughs) uh um I'm pretty sure she did it. I feel like she was. She sounds a little passionate. Okay. And by passionate, and I mean impulsive. like a off kilter and impulsive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's just got this makeup of somebody who. I'll just quickly take care of the problem. I miss you. I love you. Bye. Also, <laughs> like she'd have one last fuck with Emil. She'd be like, I love you, and then like throw the arsenic in his mouth. So <laughs> are, are there any? That's other called suspects? a hot quade, by the way. <laughs> Um, there are no other suspects. It's just so wait. Um, so they go through his stuff. They find the letters, yeah. and then she's and a suspect. then they go to the pharmacy and see who's been buying arsenic. <laughs> oh, it's the woman that sent him the all letters. those letters. Um, your thoughts, Dana? Yeah, she looks like she did. I mean, you know, this is before CSI times. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can't imagine who else would do it unless he killed himself and framed her. Interesting. So oh, here we he, go. He could have other lovers. Well, he could. So here's another couple of things about Emil before I reveal the actual verdict of what happened. So apparently he, this has just made me laugh, that apparently he and Madeleine met on a street in Glasgow uh, and apparently he had a reputation for getting together with rich women by knocking into them accidentally on purpose. <gasps> Ew. I know, isn't that just the worst way yeah. to pick up women? Oh, sorry. It's like pickpockets do that. Yeah. But he did it with his penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. It yeah. sounds like a movie or some shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, she, she, the contents of her purse fall on the floor. It's, and... like, yeah, yeah. it's like a meet-cute. <laughs> Definite rom-com. Yeah. This is the rom-com we need to Victorian write. Victorian rom-com. 
Um, yeah. So whilst they were writing... Penis in my pocket, starring Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh. Would watch, would absolutely watch that. I, I definitely would. <laughs> okay, so whilst they were writing the letters, Emile and Madeline agreed to burn the letters as they got them. She had been doing it, he had kept all of it. So. Mm. We didn't like him anyway. And apparently... When she split up with him, he reportedly said that he would never accept their separation and would never let her go. And one last thing. Apparently, people who knew him before said that if a woman broke up with him, he'd threaten to poison himself unless they got back together with him. So you were completely right. It could have been a suicide stage of the murder. So how has your opinion changed? What do you think? Well, now you've thrown some shade at a meal. And Imagine like, if texting had been invented back in those days. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. The footprint, it would all be screwed. She would, yeah, she'd have used up all her data on day one. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. so, so, sorry. Do you think it's like those guys now that like kill their whole families when they get I left and stuff yeah yeah it's kind of stupid to just kill yourself if I can't have her so I can't have her oh. <laughs> but like <laughs> stressful so stressful but then maybe he knows that she'll go down for it or maybe he's just unhinged as well I think yeah it's like what you were saying earlier about she didn't go for the if she didn't go for the letters mm-hmm. then it suggests that maybe he's so the whole thing was taken to court she was taken to court it was a massive mm-hmm. sensational thing um, and the verdict that came in was not proven Ooh. which is subtle because it's a Scottish thing in Scottish ah, courts of law yes, I just learned about this yeah so it's not guilty or not guilty it's, I don't know what the other ones are, but you can be not proven, which is where people are like, yeah, you did it, but there's not enough evidence. So it's what, like acquitted or not even... I, I guess it's just a different thing. It's just a Scottish one. I find it. it a very awkward middle ground. It's like yeah. swipe left or swipe right. Like there's no in between. <laughs> yeah. you got to pick a side. Um, so yeah, she walked free. Um, and also apparently mm. there's a theory that... Um, yeah, apparently if she'd been convicted, she would have been hung. Yeah. Um, and because in those days, quite rightly, the jury was made up as 12 men rather than <laughs> any women. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so there was these uh, 12 men and apparently some believe that they thought it wouldn't have been proper to have hung a woman of her standing. Right. So, which she could have got away with so much. The silk dress, you'll harm the silk dress. <laughs> So, privilege. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So did so she much. get disowned or did she live yeah, happily ever after? Well, in Scotland. How'd that engagement work out? Yeah. <laughs> she became a harlequin writer. <laughs> <laughs> the window. <laughs> oh, oh, girl. Sequel the curtain. Double lines. Double glazed. Yeah. It gets harder and harder. You're all night. I'm sure you're all night. That's terrible. I want to know how much you know about windows. <laughs> I've heard some things. <laughs> yeah, so she moved to America, got married, had a couple of kids. and America. Um, we yeah. will take your rejects. That used to be our slogan. And now we're like, mm, we're Bring full. us your, what was it? Bring us your, you know what it's Bring us your white, your wealthy, your privileged. It wasn't like that back I in the day. I know, but- I know. Bring, they wanted to bring the slaves, hey? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, don't start me. But she's dead now. Drunk women solving crime. One of our 
our listeners has written in oh. and wants us to solve a crime. So, dear drunk women, I live with my flatmate Joe and my beloved hamster Gomez. One night, the hamster was making some noise from where it was being kept in the kitchen, squeaking in its wheel, rattling the cage bars, etc. Twice that night, Joe texted me to shut the hamster up, then a third text saying he was going to make some hamster stew. I woke up the next day and the cage door was open with no hamster inside. The hamster was never seen again. I have, I've had the floorboards up and no hamster remains were ever found. Joe denies any involvement. What should I do? Do you think it was Joe too? Thanks, Andrew. Oh my God. I know. This is a sinister little crime. Yeah, so what, we need to... What did he confront? The, the friend? Yeah, the guy said he never did. He didn't do anything. It's a bad move to text about it and then do the killing, but... Yeah. Are they still friends now? <laughs> Uh, they are still friends. Oh now. my god! Yeah, they still live together. No, but he thinks he did it though. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Go with your gut. You think? Yeah. Every time I haven't trusted my gut, bad shit happens. Yeah. Uh, Every time. I'm never sure. Like I have, like my guts are kind of like um. You know, you just get a feeling about someone, then you give them the benefit of the doubt, and then yeah. you get messed up later. Yeah. Every time. Uh, yeah, that's true. And they kill your hamster. Yeah, that's weird that he's still his friend. It's weird, to be honest, that this is a guy who was, uh, when this happened, was in his mid-twenties, and I just think, don't have a hamster in your mid-twenties. Be a man. (laughs) There is the hamster ownership. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. But Joe sounds like a psychopath. Like, Maybe he just let him free. Hamster stew. Yeah, okay, maybe he just... Let him free, which is as good as murdering a hamster. In fact, it's worse because have a you fox? seen a hamster try to you imagine if it met live a fox on the outside? Or something? Oh, no. they'd be little buds like a Pixar movie. No, forget it. It'd be like oh. Brooks from Shawshank Redemption. It'd be like, it I tried to live in the halfway house <laughs> and then I hung myself. Like, yeah, okay, so the hamster committed suicide. So Joe is even more of a prick. Go free, little man. Mm-mm, no such thing for a hamster. There's no wheels on the outside. Does he want vengeance? It sounds like he's put it behind him if he's still friends with the guy. I mean, this is something maybe we should uh, suggest. If we believe maybe that Joe did it, we follow our guts, we follow his gut. What's the requisite punishment? Uh, He has to kill something of his. (laughs) Okay, straight in. What, like a a a parental figure? (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's the question. What was was the equivalent of the hamster? A parental figure? I mean, how much the hamsters cost? I know there's more to it than money. Like a fiver? Oh, really? I mean, I don't know. Do you have any pets, Dana? No. Would you like one? I can't, my job. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have any growing up? I can't even have a plant. Yeah. Felix and Weasel and Noodle. And yeah. And what then, animals and, yeah. were they? Llamas? Cats. 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 Yeah. Felix. That was, yeah. uh, that was the clue. Yeah. <laughs> and cats. Yeah. My mom got them even though I was allergic. Why would you do that? Wow. See, I feel like we're minimizing the value of a hamster in a way. Like, I feel it, it, pretend this was a cat. Oh, okay. And all of a Can sudden. it's a dog because that's more. Okay, or a, a dog. cat. How would they open the cage? Right. Let's, let's well, the back door. The back door. The cat shouldn't so be in the hamster cat. cage. But I'm just saying, if the pet had been a cat and Joe had been texting him to make some cat stew, like we wouldn't even be discussing this. We would be like, it's we would true. be at Joe's house. Five free equal rights for the hamsters, bulk. girl. Yeah, yeah, and we're kind of yeah. like hamsters, little disposable, right? You know, we're treating okay. like a, like a rat. Like we're given this hamster the arsenic in the story. Whoa. 
I know it's getting deep, guys, but sometimes everything comes full circle. It's true. So I think Joe, you need to dump this friend. He is toxic. Yeah. And he has convinced you that your hamster's life was worth less than that of His a cat sleep. online. Which but, we all worship as a society. <laughs> wow, so you're saying dump the friend forever? Dump the friend. Okay. Yeah. God, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can you do, you know? No mojo. Katie still wants to kill his mum and dad. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. They raised a terrible person. They deserve to die. No. Um, I, yeah, like, if my friend had done anything to any of my pets, they would no longer be my friend. Sure. And... I, like, would have to find some way to do something. I don't know what it would be, but so help me God, they'd be the terrors of the earth. <laughs> um, I don't know. You have to serve a cold girl. Yeah. When you're not expecting it. Yeah, like, I mean... I think, like, a hamster is about the size of, like, a fist, right? So... Cut off his hand. That rids itself. <laughs> it's just take something yeah. from him of the equivalent size. He killed size. a hamster. A toad, you think? Have you yeah. seen a hamster? Like yeah, but a hand, you need that, you know? He's just like, his whole life would be over. I've so got take it. take a toe. Okay, yeah, I've do you know got what? it. Go on. Sorry. Go on. But how would he you take to, a toe? He's killed a hamster. His punishment is he has to spend one night in a cage full of hamsters because he didn't like the noise from one hamster and, and then he he's gonna any, have... he just gets another night yeah. oh. and another night yeah yeah oh, we Twilight could, Zone on this we could get this through to ITV in like <laughs> two hours yes it would be ironic another crime solved um, yeah. well this is the end of the podcast thank you very much Dana would you like to um, promote anything right now yes you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Comedian Dana and uh, my podcast is Comedians of the World podcast which you can listen to on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitchers. Very nice. Well, thank you very much. I guess we'll just say goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. 